0: There's an expression that I sometimes hear today, keep it real. Ever hear this? Keep it real. And that's what Scripture often does for us, is it helps us to live most fully in reality. And one of the things that the Bible always assumes is that in our pilgrimage through this life, we are always going to have storms. We are going to have storms in our marriages. We are going to have storms in our families. We are going to have storms in parish life. We are going to have storms in the church. The early Christians saw this story, the scene of Jesus and his disciples in the boat as symbolic of the church's journey through history and how Jesus guides that boat, the church, safely to the shores of heaven. But I believe also that this story has immediate meaning for our life today. I want to go through this gospel scene with you because it speaks very powerfully and directly into what we are living. First of all, it says, Jesus said, let us go across to the other side. Let us go across to the other side. When Jesus acts in the Gospels, Jesus never does things randomly or um, what's another word? you scrabble folks, impulsively, okay? He never does random or impulsive. Everything that Jesus does is with a purpose. It's fulfilling the plan of God for our salvation, which is always our greatest good. And so there's this constant pressure of the love of God upon our life, urging us to keep growing to keep stretching, to allow the gift of faith, hope, and love to deepen and to grow. And we know that in this scene, Jesus is working on their faith. This is how God often uses the storms in our life. Because He's present in them and because He's acting, He's often trying to build up something on the inside because we all know that the greatest and most important journey of our life is the journey of the heart. It's always the journey of the heart. And so Jesus said, let us go to the other side. Jesus is always taking us to a new place, to a new shore. And with the announcements last week of the resignations of Archbishop John Ninestead and Bishop Pache, God is working in this to bring us to a new place. In all that we've been going through together, this is not outside the loving providence of God, to use it for our good. The key is in the next line. It says, and they took Jesus with them into the boat. Our assurance that what we are living and going through, that it's going to take us safely to the shores of heaven, and even now, take us to a better place. That assurance only comes by the fact that Jesus is with us in the boat. And he promised that he would remain with his church until the end of time. No matter what, even if the gates of hell hell should unleash all their power, they shall not prevail against the church that Jesus Christ loves and established. Jesus is the only unchanging, certain assurance that we have in the world that is so unpredictable. Life is so unstable and always changing. We'd like to think we're in control of our life. (laughs) That's an illusion. There's so many things that are outside our control. Our lives can change in the blink of an eye and be taken in in an entirely new direction at a moment's notice. Jesus is the only stable, unchanging presence in our midst. They took Jesus with them. I have the choice every day. Am I going to take Jesus with me into my life today? Am I going to take Jesus with me to work in what I do? Am I going to bring Jesus with me into my family and the life of my family? Am I going to bring Jesus into uh, the school that I attend? Into all my relationships? Every day I must make the choice, am I going to bring Jesus? Am I going to keep him with me? Then the storm arises, and we go through storms within, storms without. The storm arises, and the scripture story is intentionally creating the contrast. We have the... Panicking disciples, and where's Jesus? Jesus is asleep on a cushion in the stern. This is what is most awe-inspiring and amazing to me. More inspiring and awe than the calming of the winds and the sea. What is most amazing, that Jesus is sleeping. And we're supposed to rivet our attention on that reality. Because as man, he is sleeping, but as God, he is still acting. He still holds the world in his hands and governs the earth by his providential love and orchestrates all events. Why aren't the disciples sleeping like Jesus? This is the journey of the heart to go from this panic-fearful state to the place where Jesus is peaceful and calm and unafraid. And so we're supposed to ask the question, Jesus, how can you be sleeping? Why aren't you panicking like all the disciples, like we often do? Everything that Jesus does is revealing something is revealing the true and the living God. And what is this revealing? Jesus is undoing the great lie of the garden when Satan called into question the goodness of God to Adam and Eve. And he created the doubt in their minds and they were led to think that they could no longer trust God. They took their life in their hands, and what was the effect? Fear. They ran and they were afraid and hid from God. And we've been afraid ever since. And so Jesus, by his sleeping, is saying, Do you want to know the love and the goodness of my Father and yours? That's why I can sleep and not be afraid. Everything is in my Father's hands. You and I are in the Father's hands. And so when they wake up Jesus, Jesus wakes up their faith. By calming the sea and the wind, that calm out there is only a reflection of the calm in the heart of Jesus on the cushion. And by revealing His power as God, He gives them His own gift of peace by strengthening their faith in the Father that allowed Jesus to be peaceful and unafraid. This is what God is doing for us. This storm and any other storms that you and I are going through right now the big question is the disciples. God, don't you care what happens to us? Don't you care? God, where are you? And this is why Job, <laughs> who lived the storm to the extreme, even though he complains, he is set up as an example of trusting God throughout his trials and his losses. You know what is beautiful? We are now going to receive in the Eucharist the same Jesus who slept on that cushion and the same Jesus who by his power calmed the storm, the sea, and the wind. That same Jesus is coming into our boat, into our heart because He is going to lead us safely to the shores of eternity. He's going to get us through this storm. He is the rock of our faith. And this is what He wants to give us. So my dear friends, easy to say, but hard to do, let us not be afraid. The church has been through many, many many storms. Some say that this is one of the most intense storms that the Catholic American Church has been through yet, and they're probably right. But God's not afraid. God's not worried because God is the one that will get us through. Amen?